Welcome to the Ready Set Crypto Podcast. Do you expect us to talk? I, you'll be shaken and stirred. Now meet your hosts, Doc and Matt. Views and opinions heard on the Ready Set Crypto Podcast are not necessarily the opinion of this company nor its management. Material on this program is for general information only and should not be taken as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. Hello, everyone. This is Doc Severson with episode 15 of the Ready Set Crypto podcast. I'm writing this at the end of November 2018, when we've seen most of the top crypto assets chopping 80 to 90% of their value from the 2017 highs. So the constant narrative from pundits and retail traders is to buy the dip, but the price keeps dropping. And what is low keeps going lower, and investors are wondering where the bottom is. Now, I've made my thoughts clear on this topic in our podcast number 10 on buying the dip and why I think that's it's a great strategy for primary uptrends only, which we're not currently in right now. So if you haven't heard my take on that, spin up that episode. It's only seven minutes long, and it'll give you a different point of view to ponder. For the rest of this episode... I'm going to go in a different direction from one that everyone else is doing, which is either moaning about the state of the bear market or trying to pick the point at which crypto will rally. Neither of those activities will put money in your pocket nor a bounce in your step. When everyone is doing the same thing and complaining about it, you need to be looking in the other direction. You can't trade the market that you want, only the one that you have. So let me ask a rhetorical question. Wouldn't it be nice if you were able to trade a specific market and profit from it, whether it went up, down, or sideways? Where you weren't depressed if you woke up and saw that Bitcoin was down another 5% this morning. While that day is coming for everyone soon, and you'll be able to do that through cryptocurrency derivatives. Wait, I know what you're thinking. Aren't derivatives those evil weapons of mass destruction that created the financial crisis? Back in 2008? Yes, to some degree that's true, but a good workman never blames his tools, only the way that you use them. A financial derivative is exactly what it sounds like. It's a trading instrument which is based upon the spot currency, but it has different characteristics. These derivatives generally come in two types, futures contracts and options contracts. And I believe that 2019 will be the year that these derivatives literally take over retail trading of cryptocurrency, much as futures and options trading has dominated the equities markets. What are futures and options? I'll cover the futures contract first, as they're simpler. They are a leveraged directional instrument, and usually highly liquid, so that you can get in and get out of the trade very easily. Here's the thing. They're direction agnostic. So you can go short as easily as you can go long. For those that don't know, going short means that the position gains value as the price goes down. Now, you might be saying at this point, hey, I can already short some coins on my Bitfinex or Poloniex account. And while that's true, I think that using futures contracts to express a long or short trading stance on a coin is much more efficient due to better trading interfaces like ladders, as well as no requirement to post massive margins nor pay interest to borrow the coin first to then turn around to short it. 
Shorting any spot currency is a somewhat cumbersome, messy affair, and most retail traders shouldn't attempt it without tightly defined risk controls. Futures are the perfect directional trading instrument, and have proven their worth in the equities world as the S&P 500 futures contract is probably the most heavily traded financial instrument in the world, used by retail traders and institutions alike. We already have some vehicles for crypto futures through selected trading firms, such as through the Bitcoin futures contract traded on U.S. exchanges provided through the CME or CBOE. A more popular global option are the BitMEX Perpetual Bitcoin contract, which are referenced against the dollar, yen, and Korean won. Ironically, customers based in the United States cannot trade at BitMEX. BitMEX also provides directional contracts for Bitcoin Cash, Cardano, EOS, Ethereum, Litecoin, Tron, and Ripple. By far, the most liquid trading occurs on Bitcoin. There are also other competitors coming on the scene that will only make the crypto futures trading market better and more liquid. Crypto Facilities is based in the UK and offers perpetual contracts on Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin. And the firm Deribit offers futures trading on Bitcoin as well. One that I'm particularly interested in is Digitex, which should be in beta by the end of 2018 and will offer commission-free trading of futures contracts on Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin. The transactional currency for trading will be their own DGTX token. If they can get to market fast enough with a secure, functional platform, they might just disrupt the entire industry, as commission-free trading is the holy grail for a short-term futures trader. But this is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to futures trading. I would expect more U.S.-based brokerages to start offering access to either XBT or BTC futures, and the volume should accelerate from there. Again, I have to reiterate that short-term futures traders are not interested in where any particular market is going tomorrow. They're mostly focused on where price is going in the next few minutes. But I believe that this style of trading activity is going to explode in 2019, especially if the underlying crypto market does not immediately rebound and support the hodlers, which I think is likely through the first half of next year at least. Now I'm going to switch gears and talk about the second derivative that I mentioned earlier, which are options contracts. These are much more complex, but are where the majority of retail equity investors have moved to in the last several decades due to asset inflation. Everyone wants to buy Amazon stock, but few can make a dent at $1,600 a share, and you can't buy fractional positions like you can in crypto. I believe that the same opportunity for massive adoption of options also exists for crypto. Options allow you to design a limited risk trade that can make money with much less dependence on the direction that the underlying price is trading. It's well beyond the scope of this podcast to explain how options work, but they are a complex derivative instrument that gives you the ultimate and flexibility to design a trade based on what you perceive as opportunities in price movement or lack of it, the passage of time, and changes in underlying volatility. Now, for everyone that has heard horror stories about the risks of options, yes, there is risk if you don't understand how to use them. 
They are leveraged financial instruments with a lot of moving parts as they are affected by the passage of time, the movement of price, changes in underlying or projected volatility, as well as interest rates. But the majority of the horror stories are due to traders using them without doing their due diligence on risk. Analogy time. Let's say that you were tasked with building a house. In front of you is a pile of lumber and some blueprints. You could either choose to build a house with hand tools such as a crosscut handsaw, a framing square, a hammer, and a bunch of nails. If you had some old school carpentry skills, you could frame an entire house with those tools alone. Your other choice would be any collection of power tools that you could name. Circular saws, pneumatic nailers, cordless drills, sawzaws, radial alarm saws, table saws, whatever you want. Those without any experience with the power tools might be intimidated by them and say, no way, those are too scary and I'd hurt myself. So you choose the hand tools and it would take you forever to frame that house. Or you could use the power tools. And if you knew what you're doing, you'd have the house framed out in a fraction of the time, nor would you hurt yourself. Options are the power tools of the financial industry. They can be used to do almost anything that you can express. However, you must have the knowledge of how to use them. Otherwise, you'll get hurt like many did in the financial crisis. Those that understood how to use them were protected. Let me go one step further with regards to options and their potential. That institutional money that we all want to flood into the crypto space? Well, it's not going to happen without derivatives, specifically options. Options are how huge financial institutions control their risk, not add to it. And with the explosion of derivatives in 2019 to the crypto space, institutional money will follow. One of the best applications for options that I know is that it allows you to function as an insurance company by selling options in a limited risk manner. You get paid to take some risk out of the market at the very beginning of a trade, and as an insurance company, it's your job to keep the premiums that you were paid. This is a much more conservative way to earn profits from a market versus the speculative buying and selling based on pure direction. The only true crypto options exchange that I'm aware of right now is Deribit, which does KYC, so your ability to use this exchange will be limited by your country of origin. They write options on Bitcoin only at this time, and the bid-ask spreads are somewhat wide and liquid. This will change with more competition and players in the space, such as the DYDX exchange, who has announced that they'll be offering option services in 2019, as well as some of the larger U.S.-based players such as Fidelity and TD Ameritrade that could change the game here, as both have made ovations about entering the space. Unlike futures, options are difficult to provision and require enormous horsepower to run an exchange. As I mentioned, however, there is tremendous incentive to offer these services as it will attract Massive institutional involvement. Big firms will see this as fertile ground for investment, and retail traders like us can ride their backs for our own investment purposes. I know that there's a pervasive sense of distrust in the crypto world about institutions, but that's mostly by people that don't understand how the game is played. 
Big sharks swim the water with remora fish attached to them, and they both benefit. That's the way it works everywhere else once you learn the rules of the game. When you think that the rules shouldn't apply to you is when folks get hurt. So guys, I just wanted to get derivatives on your radar for right now so you're not surprised by them when they come flooding into the crypto space in 2019. In fact, proactive traders are already embracing them where they have the permission to do so. This whole notion of blocking access by country of origin is making the space somewhat cumbersome. But over time, everyone will have access to these power tools of crypto. I talk about these topics and more in our daily market update video in the Ready, Set, Crypto premium newsletter, in our private Discord group, as well as in our weekly live trade school coaching sessions that I do with our premium customers. I invite you to join our discussion as we challenge each other to improve. I hope this quick episode has helped you on your journey to profitability. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next podcast.